Okay, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Strip by Sia, your podcast for strippers, sex workers, and all the fancy naked people in between. My name is Steph Sia, aka Kimchi on stage. I hope that the stages will be open soon, at least by the time that this is released. <laughs> and I am a digital content creator. So I do have an OnlyFans. I create content on there for my fans. And I am a former sugar baby. Uh, based here in Vancouver, British Columbia, and the wonderful country of Canada. So that's a little spiel about me. I'm the host of the show every single week, every Sunday. There are new episodes. Don't forget to like, rate, share, review, and subscribe. And I am so excited to bring on this week's guest. And this week's guest is uh, its a little bit different than most weeks. So I have been having a lot of focus on the, the like sexual politics um, in terms of like, you know, labor, exploitation, you know, current legislation that's coming out, at least in the Canadian context and the American context. And I'm shifting gears just a little bit for this week because it's a topic that I think is really important and also affects pretty much everyone, whether or not you are a sex worker. And I think it's a fun topic. I am so excited to bring on this guest and talk about all the things relating to sex toys. So I am really delighted to bring on this week's guest who goes by the name of Shelly and she is one of the owners of Pleasure Bird, which is a Vancouver-based sex toy delivery company. So, so many things here. I am so excited. I actually found Shelly's account. Um, I think there was pro- probably a contest going on, and I was like, ooh, I'm going to support local, and like, you know, anything I could do to support local, support sex positivity, um, all of that jazz. I was like, okay, cool. This is this is awesome. I love supporting small businesses. And then I was like, you know what? I've been wanting to do an episode on sex toys for a while, but I just couldn't find the right guest until now. So Shelly, are you there? I am here. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Steph. I'm delighted to be here and so excited to talk about sex toys, sex positivity, and uh, really just uh, let everybody know what Pleasure Bird is about because I think it's, uh, like you said, it applies to everybody and it's uh, such an important topic that's really not that well talked about. So thank you for having me here. Yes, absolutely. And it's my pleasure. And like, you know, the the topic of sex toys and even just like sex education, sexual wellness is still taboo, which I think kind of goes hand in hand with sex work just because like, like sex toys and like sex work, there is so much stigma around it. Also, a lot of like, oh, like uh, somewhat uncomfortableness, at least I'm speaking from my own personal experience. So I'm really excited to get into it all. But Shelly, did you want to tell the audience who you are and what it is that you do in your own words and terms? Absolutely, I'd be I'd be happy to. Yeah. Um, so actually, I uh, I'm not a sex worker. I don't actually have that much um, experience with uh, the sex industry, but uh, I I work a, a normal corporate job in IT, mm-hmm. and uh, just started up Pleasure Bird, uh, which is a online e-commerce business um, just in January of this year so 
it is relatively new. Mm -hmm. um, and my own experiences with sex toys have just been through yes, my personal <laughs> ventures with different partners, um, but really didn't know uh, a lot about it until I, I started at Pleasure Bird. Mm -hmm. And upon doing some research um, and really uh, deciding what it is that we wanted to um, promote, what's our platform, our mission, our vision, it just made me realize um, just how little literature is out there about people mm -hmm. who uh, maybe are new to sex toys, even where to begin, how to even use sex toys, which ones to, to pick. Mm -hmm. um, all of that, I found it quite difficult to, um, to really find informative information that was trusted even talking with my friends about starting it up so few of them have uh, either had experience with sex, to sex toys or were even open to, to talking about it mm -hmm. so I realized this was um, something that wasn't just uh, a gap for me alone Great. but uh, upon starting it up I think the main thing I wanted to offer was an easy shopping experience. Mm -hmm. As I started getting into um, exploring the world of sex toys, I, I just found it really overwhelming myself. Um, of course, there's sites like Pink Cherry Online where they have everything under the sun. <laughs> yes, so toys, much. But there, as I spent maybe two minutes on the website, I already gave up because there was so many things to pick from. And I, you know, being a, a relatively beginner user, <laughs> I didn't even know what I would want. And I didn't want to order like 10 sex toys which seemed a bit overkill for my first <laughs> order. So for me, I just found the entire experience quite overwhelming. Even trying to read articles about, you know, what's good for beginners, every single site had something different. Yes. It was very product-specific. Yes. And uh, that's what I found really overwhelming because uh, there isn't kind of like a one-stop source. And of course, <laughs> I think that's the nature of sex toys there everybody has different preferences yes. and the beauty of it is learning about your bodies and trying new things and I'm, I'm beginning to realize that more now it's not kind of like a one and done thing mm -hmm. so the the biggest thing behind pleasure bird was offering kind of an easy shopping experience for for beginners i'd say yeah. um, especially with talking with a lot of my friends you know keeping our inventory really small but well researched well educated well informed so that um for somebody who's new you know they have a limited selection but there's a little bit of everything for them to try so um they could buy everything from our store and it would there wouldn't be too many duplicates or um, redundancy in, in uh, your arsenal so that's one thing that we really tried to try to build on the mm -hmm. next thing was uh our same day delivery service um i think that's what sets us apart sets yeah us Sorry, from um, <laughs> other online retailers of sex toys um and I know a lot of people have said, oh, but Amazon exists for, for things like that. But mm. um, I think that ties into our, our next um, offering, which is really important still when, um, when purchasing and, and dabbling with sex toys is discretion right. um, and the privacy around it, which, you know, despite people trying to really uh, try to be open and, and transparent about it, it, there is still a lot of stigma, like you mentioned, yes. and uh, um, sometimes embarrassment and, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, sensitivity around, you know, letting the whole world know your, your sexual uh, preferences <laughs> and things yeah. that you're doing behind closed doors. So I think for us, um, making sure that uh, discretion and convenience um, go hand in hand into our overall service. So right. I think the same day delivery service, um, like I said, sets us apart because, um, you know, it's despite 
having one or two day delivery via Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people I talk to share Amazon accounts, sometimes live in a shared house with roommates. Yes. And uh, there, you know, with Amazon, there is kind of that um, open, you know, people can see your purchases and yeah. sometimes you don't know how the packaging is going to be if somebody opens up, you know, a combined box. So for yes. us, um, all of our orders are delivered in plain packaging. Um, we send a text to the recipient uh, while we're on our way so they know exactly when they can expect their package. Um, it's delivered on the front door. No uh, identifiers with names and things like that. So the Great. entire process is very seamless and very private. Wow. Um, that's and incredible. the cool thing about our delivery is uh, we say same day, but most of our orders are delivered within um, two to four hours, typically. Wow. Um, sometimes sooner. So it's actually, it's very quick. We wanted to make it so, you know, sometimes when you're in the mood with a partner and you're shopping, you're talking about it, kind of builds that anticipation knowing you're going to get your products <laughs> that day. Yeah. Um, and, and it's something to look forward to. And uh, it's with, um, with, Millennial, not just millennials, but with uh, the nature of um, all of the apps nowadays that provide kind of instant uh, delivery, you right. know, Uber, you can get something right away, yeah. uh, food delivery, um, DoorDash, things like that. People are used to this nature of instant gratification when they want yes. something, they want it right away. Exactly. So it's not necessarily who needs their sex toys ASAP, but <laughs> when... When you can get something in the same day, why would you wait for a week or or longer than that if you're ordering products in from from the States? Yeah. Yeah. You bring up some really, really great points here. And I just love like the locality of it, like the swiftness of it. Like, wow, within two to four hours. Like that's really, really impressive. And and also like it builds the anticipation <laughs> at least it would for me <laughs> it's it's really exciting and I, I love um everything that you offer it, it sounds like this is something that was like really uh well researched as well as you said earlier for those who are just wanting to possibly incorporate sex toys into their sex life or maybe maybe you are alone and you're single and you want to explore your body further sometimes like as you said it can be like overwhelming and then doing the research as you mentioned earlier and in, in previous like it's different for every single article it's different for every single person so I um I'm really excited to to learn more about all the offerings that you have on the website but um <laughs> gosh like, there's a lot to go through here but geez before we dive into all of the different offerings that you have here at Pleasure Bird. I also want to bring up the importance of sexual health and uh, sexual wellness, sex positivity, promotion of safe sex. Because as you mentioned earlier, and we, we kind of talked about this um, off the air before we started recording, but we mentioned there's like a lot of tabooness and, and Shelly and I are both of Asian descent. And for me, like it was something that we like never, never spoke of. I mean, sex in general, was never spoken about um, in my household growing up. And so I was left to kind of figure things out for myself. And I personally, like my own story with with sex toys, started probably like in university where I had a partner where he had some toys that he, he got for us to kind of play with and to introduce into the bedroom. And then later on, I had graduated, graduated on to, um, other types of equipment so I had 
um, a couple sugar daddies that were really into like kink. So we use like floggers, we use like nipple clamps, you know, butt plugs and stuff like that. And then graduating from that in terms of with like my own play partners um, using harnesses and strap-ons and stuff. So it's been like a really interesting journey, but more so introduced by other people rather than me initiating it and I maybe that's just me again just not knowing where to start and the overwhelming feeling and also just like yeah being Asian and not not having this conversation and not like this conversation not being okay if that makes any sense (laughs) no I thank you for sharing your your story and I think that's what I love about this so much is that everybody is exposed to this in so many different ways yeah Um, you know, some because of uh, their partner, some because of uh, media influences, like, you know, with Fifty Shades of Grey, those types oh, of gosh, things. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about through, that. Um, all these social media platforms, which I, I think is is really great how the narrative is starting to open up and uh, there is a lot more content now about mm-hmm. sex positivity, um, all of these things that you, you mentioned that maybe five, ten years ago even, were, mm-hmm. were quite taboo. Yes. Um, it's the same for me. I uh, My journey into sex toys was relatively later in life, I'd say in university, for, for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, also due to uh, a partner at the time just starting to explore, try new things. Mm-hmm. Um, but same thing, we both weren't that experienced, so it really was a trial and error type thing. We didn't really yes. know what we... Um, we were into what was really out there. Some things seemed so crazy and foreign to us yes. at that time. <laughs> um, and it's not really something you, you talk about other, you talk with other people about. Right. Um, right. So I think now maybe it's just because I'm more interested in the topic and, and learning about it more. I feel like I've started to broach the topic with my, my close friends, at least, or people in my circle who I trust and, and they trust me enough to, to share some of these personal things. Oh, and I realize there's so many things um, that, you know, we could have talked about when we're starting out and uh, exploring any of these, yes. these kinks. Um, and I think that part is just really interesting and fun, building mm-hmm. a community and sharing what works and what doesn't work. Of course, um, not an explicit detail but <laughs> I think having that experience and being able to, to bond will really help people feel more comfortable Absolutely. with this exploration process yeah and as you said like a keyword there is um exploration and, and process too like it, it is really like you know you gotta try things out see what works for you because it's not uh a, like a one-size-fits-all type of um mentality when it comes to sex toys like every every body is different and everyone has their own preferences everyone has like their own boundaries even too so it's and i mean luckily um the options out there are pretty endless especially nowadays i'm just always amazed at like what's new and what's coming out so it's really 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 um fascinating and also again as you said like more and more people are talking about it it's becoming well for me at least it's becoming a bit more more normalized in conversation uh and less taboo um which is really great to see (laughs) progression (laughs) absolutely i i I agree and i think it's it's uh 
yeah, it's a great thing that we're, we're opening up and uh, I wouldn't say we're completely over the line of having it normalized for all audiences no. and platforms, <laughs> but I think we're definitely moving the needle, which is great. And platforms like yours um, do such wonders for opening up the, the discussion to a really wide audience. So I'm so grateful that uh, platforms <laughs> like your podcast exist. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Thank you. That's that's so kind. Um, Again, like... I just know that, like, a lot of my listeners, again, there's a lot of sex workers that listen to the show. Maybe they're wanting to use more um, or introduce some equipment into their offerings. Uh, um, I have done a lot of episodes on different types of kinks and fetishes, a lot and dominatrixes as well. And a lot of these types of sex work, um, they don't require the use of any sex toys but oftentimes it's really great to have that offering um, um with your clients especially again everyone's sexual appetites are are so different and everyone has different kinds of kinks everyone has different kinds of fetishes as well so it's it's nice especially if you're wanting to um add that to and i don't want to say menu but your your list of offerings if you are um in that type of line of sex work so I cannot wait to get into all the type of sex toys out there. I mean, we're we're going to try to like scratch the surface because I know that there is a lot out there. But like, I'm kind of curious, like, again, even before we dig in, it's like, how did you even begin to start to categorize um, different types of sex toys? And like, how was your initial research when you were like, okay, like I actually want to, like, you know, get into business, <laughs> get into bed <laughs> with um, sex toys, like as business? Uh, no, I'd, I'd be happy to share that journey. Yeah. Um, and I think to start off, I think the, the popular misconception about sex toys is that it's only for women. Mm-hmm. I think that was the, the most surprising thing that I, uh, I came across was that everybody thinks, oh, only women need sex toys. Um, you know, most of the literature, when you type up sex toys, comes up with dildos and, and vibrators. And yes. it makes it seem so limited that um, only women are able to explore their sexuality. And I think that's mm-hmm. what adds to the taboo of it. Because yes. um, for, for men, you know, talking about sex is, is much more prevalent, you know, even in media and things like that. Um, but you know, when women uh, are placed in any conversations around sex, there's immediately that stigma that, oh, mm-hmm. if they um, are sex positive or um, they're pursuing anything related to sexual pleasure, it makes them, you know, any sort of adjective, you know. Yes. A skank or a hoe or that. Um, it's just that. Not, not pleasant. And that I think that's what shocked me about um, just seeing what types of sex toys out there, how they market it towards women exclusively. Like, they're the right. only ones that need pleasure outside of... Uh, uh, normal sexual relationship. So that was one thing that was surprising to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, I didn't know a lot about the sex toys available for for men. My previous mm-hmm. partners had never, um, who are male, they had never used any before, and I, I didn't even know those existed. Yeah. So that was something that I, I had to do quite a lot of learning about. I talked to my male friends, um, just learning what's out there for for men and. Mm-hmm. Uh, realizing that once um, they're open to exploring um, this side of things, it it can benefit, um, you know, partnered sexual relations so much. Yes. Um, knowing what they're into, being able to um, bring in different things, um, even explore it on their own. So that, I'd say, was, was new for me. 
Um, right. But nowadays, learning so much about toys for men, um, mm-hmm. different types of strokers, um, cock rings, um, even male enhancements, um, prostate pleasure, all of these things right. were, were new to me that I've been able to bring up in my relationships and explore that with my partner. So I think wow. that's been really interesting. Cool. Um, Another category that's obviously quite big is, um, of course, for, for women, it's kind of solo play toys. Yes. I also realized that um, all those toys can be incorporated into partner play. Mm-hmm. So yes. um, I think that's another huge category of things where, um, of course, there's normal, I mean, I wouldn't say normal toys, but things that are obviously intended to be used with a partner right such as massage oils or any bondage or kink toys where it requires two to kind of get the full impact right um yeah i, I realize that you know any sort of solo toy can also increase your pleasure with uh, with a partner absolutely so, yeah and we're, that's the next category yes we're, we're definitely going to get more into detail <laughs> later for sure but yeah like this is such an interesting process like um it sounded like a lot of things surprised you maybe definitely and, and like I said I'm, I'm far from being an expert about sex toys this is all such a learning process for me but mm-hmm. so interesting to um, keep reading and keep getting educated on what people are into all the different kinks out there it's yes. so much more than I ever realized just <laughs> on my own through my own experiences yeah it's a huge it's like it's like another beast like <laughs> you know like I've been doing this podcast for almost two years now and I thought I had heard it all, but like, like every, every, every time I talk with someone new, it's like, oh, have you heard of this? Or like, oh, like this, my client asked me for this. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's, it's just like honestly endless. And it's so interesting. It's true. Like everybody has different sexual preferences. Everybody has sex. And I think that's the, the crazy thing about this is that it's relevant to everyone in some way. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, only isolated to certain types of people or certain right. genders. So that's really the beauty of this. Absolutely. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. Like, there are so many... I'm like checking my notes here and <laughs> there is just so I probably much. Went so off track. I'm no, so no, no, you're you're doing great. This is like totally fine, but I'm just like, oh my god, like where should we start? But um gosh, I guess why don't like as you mentioned um like in that first category, I am really curious to um hear uh, different types of offerings for for males for those who identify as men. I'm, yeah, I'm curious absolutely. about that. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> sure, sounds good. Um, so I'd say um, from from our site, okay, so the, our offerings are um, are currently uh, male masturbators and strokers, mm-hmm. um, prostate massagers or, or prostate toys, right. um, cock rings, and male enhancements. Those are our main product offerings for for men or those who identify as male Mm -hmm. um i'd say surprisingly uh the prostate massagers and i don't maybe this is just me being naive and just not well educated our our prostate massagers are best sellers for for men so i think that's i think that's great that uh you know men are are open to exploring new depths of pleasure beyond you know maybe conventional penis and vagina sex right learning more about the prostate orgasms and things like that has been really cool and has opened up that that world to me as well yeah and that's not something like you hear about like all the time exactly like again like yeah prostate orgasms are are 
I mean, I am not a male, I <laughs> obviously, but yeah, from like partners that I've spoken to or like my my male friends, um, yeah, it's I've heard it's just like really, really groundbreaking and next level in terms of pleasure and that's where the male g-spot is apparently so (laughs) but it's really cool that you offer something like that because like out of of that list that you offered i think i only was really familiar with cock rings and obviously like male enhancement types of tools and stuff so if you want to go into uh details about other type the other types of um i guess items for males you can go right ahead for sure um i think uh, to be honest like cock rings and the the male enhancements and i, I like they they're they're all natural no prescription shady things <laughs> on our website um <laughs> i think those are, are one interesting for me because i mean erectile dysfunction or different types of um dysfunctions are, are mm-hmm. out there and are actually much more prevalent than i realized yes and i think a lot of men actually don't really do anything about it and just kind of suffer in silence and think oh, that no oh, you know sex is just like this oh, um no. and in reading about these toys and being realized like there are things out there to to help men with it and yes. to improve their sex lives so i think whenever i see orders about this i i, I paints it in a new light for me that these men are actually taking the time to either do research or try something new to improve um, their performance. So I I think it's really, really cool that things like cock rings exist Mm -hmm. and uh, men who aren't ashamed to, to admit one that maybe they need some help or even if it's not for a dysfunction to increase their pleasure, I think that's really cool for me. um, Not knowing much about that world. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that approach. And I think for um, male masturbators and strokers, that was something that was very new to most of my male friends. Are, well, I have a hand. Yeah. Why do I need something like this? Totally. Um, <laughs> hearing hearing um, about or uh, he- reading about stories about men who are using these different types of strokers or um, kind of like pocket pussy type things. Yeah. Um, or like the sensations are just very different. And it opens mm. up their world into different types of pleasurable experiences um sometimes they can um use it uh if they're in long distance relationships um, or if their partner just isn't up to the mood there's lots of different things to incorporate in lots of different scenarios so um things like yeah like differently penis pumps and flashlights there's so many different kinds out there and i think it's it's cool that men have this opportunity to experience different feelings as well just like for for females they have different types of vibrators that um, stimulate different areas Hmm. yeah fascinating too because i was like oh i was like browsing and clicking through the website i was like oh wow like this is so nice that you have a whole section and that um pleasure bird is so inclusive so inclusive of you know thank you thanks for thanks for recognizing that yeah it's great because as you said earlier like a lot of the marketing with sex toys um is usually targeted towards uh women usually so it was like a nice um a bit of fresh air to see that so thank you <laughs> i guess like with that way why don't we go into um the types of toys that you offer for for women for women, for sure, yeah. and uh, this is a huge market. I wanted to start off by saying we by no means have everything, um, and I think, like I said, the, the industry overall for female sex toys is is really huge. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of our uh, our product selection, 
I wanted to offer something that kind of included one or two of each of the categories. So for female toys, um, I'd say uh, vibrators are probably the first thing to come to mind. Even within the world of vibrators, there's so many different types of stimulation. Of course, there's ones that promote clitoral stimulation. Um, There's the wands, which are more for external stimulation. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, you know, dildos, which are more for internal there's, you know, kind of combo rabbit ones, which stimulate both. There's vibrating dildos. Oh, there's, there's so, so many much. different kinds <laughs> of pleasure. There's large, large ones. There's a small kind of more portable bullet vibes that yeah. are becoming popular now. Right. So even with vibrators, I think I listed like six or seven different <laughs> kinds alone. If you Google vibrators, yeah. where to begin? Oh my gosh. So that's, a, that's a huge market. Um, I'd say that good old-fashioned dildos um, have been really popular on our site as well. I think those mm-hmm. are quite self-explanatory. Yes. Um, and there's a couple of different sizes, textures, um, yeah. things that uh, provide some variety for, for women based on their personal preferences. Yeah. Um, I think another thing about uh, vibrators that I, I wanted to mention is the increasing trend now for kind of sex tech, which is, um, you know, the kind of... I smartphone enabled like uh, oh yes smartphone controlled vibrators yes. where um, you know a partner from a distance can control it. Um, yes, different things for long distance relationships. I think that's becoming really popular as well. One of um, our our smartphone enabled vibrators on our website super popular. Oh yeah, um, I love things that. Like that's that so cool. I think are really cool. You know, that even sex toys are, are changing so much, even though maybe a classic wand has been around for so many years. Forever. There's always new <laughs> things that they're developing. Yeah, that's so cool. I love that. I like, think, uh, oh, sorry. Yes, go ahead. I was going to say, um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, things that uh, I think help women explore, uh, you know, what feels good to them. There's, there's no limit to how many different toys they can order and I think they all satisfy different function as well yeah Yeah, serves different needs possible different parts of the body as Mm -hmm. well giving you different types of pleasure is also important to note so yeah I mean if you have the means try them all (laughs) exactly exactly um the only other uh I wouldn't say the only other thing but another really popular category for for women are um anal anal toys yes. um, butt plugs uh, I think that's something that a lot of women are starting to ex- maybe not starting to but um, there's always women that are exploring exploring this so um, we do have a variety of toys for beginners to more experienced practitioners um, to yes. incorporate both by themselves or with a partner that is another thing that's quite popular um, amongst our for her category mm-hmm. um, and as well as our, our Kegel balls I think that's something that even if you're uh, I saw that <laughs> yeah not looking to um, incorporate it into uh, you know with a sex partner it has a lot of health benefits to strengthen your pelvic walls um, it right. obviously adds some sensation if you are using it um, with with sex so I think that's another really cool cool toy that I, I have personally never realized existed before my yeah, that's site, um, so interesting. Site got live. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is interesting. I'm like reading this right now. Like, cause I was like, what is this? This is so cool. <laughs> so yeah, like even like new stuff for me. So this is completely fascinating. So, so cool. Um, I guess 
maybe we want to go into different buckets in terms of like uh, solo play versus partner play and what toys can be suitable for that. I mean, those are two separate categories. So if you want to go one after the other, you can. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, I think most of the toys I, I talked about um, up until now are great for solo play. Yes. Like there are things that um, you definitely don't need a partner to experience yes. uh, the benefits and the pleasure from. And I think that's a great part of the sexual exploration journey is, Absolutely. you know, once you can understand what works for your body, um, you can bring all of those learnings and experiences uh, to any partnered sex. And mm-hmm. it just opens up so many realms of um, sensations. It really opens up the narrative. Once you know what feels good, um, only then you can articulate it. Otherwise, yeah. it might take you way longer to discover those sensations with a partner. Yes without really realizing the realms of what your body can experience. Totally. So, yeah, I like, think so solo important. toys definitely serve a really important pleasure, uh, an important purpose in, <laughs> you know, an individual's pleasure journey. Yeah. Um, I think uh, toys with partners and for partner play are also really exciting because yes. there's so many different ways you can use them depending on your, your partner. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the beauty of every partner there's a, probably a different journey and uh, exploration that you'll you'll go through depending on on who it is yeah and that part is also really unpredictable but really fun it's really fun i'd love to talk a little bit more about those those categories yeah um, yeah let's go into it <laughs> sure sounds good so i'd say uh, a really big part of um partner play is Maybe this could also be for for women as well that I didn't mm-hmm. mention it lingerie. And yes. I think that's a huge, yes. huge thing that's very underrated, but is so prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I know it's huge for for sex workers having different outfits for yes. different moods, occasions, um, and that's something I personally really enjoy is, is lingerie, having the freedom of expression, um, both for myself as a woman and for my partner. There's so many different things depending on your mood you can always switch it up and you can never have too much lingerie never (laughs) (laughs) so i think that's uh that's a really important part of partnered play you know setting the mood that is also a lot of people's um kind of entryway into into kink and fetishes yes starting with outfits it's very easy to introduce yes um and depending on uh what they're into it's it's um yeah there's no limit to what you can explore with with lingerie from i guess basic you know sexy lacy things to latex mm-hmm. um kind of role-playing things yes. we have a few outfits but you know typical things like school girls nurses, nurses. Um, <laughs> of course there's, there's a lot of other other crazy things out there but uh I'd say <laughs> our selection of lingerie is is probably more um to get people started Right. Once yeah. they've rotated through those, I'm sure there's lots of other lingerie-specific stores that carry a really, really large selection. So I will preface yes. that by saying it is a kind of a more limited selection. That's okay. Limited but curated. So Exactly. Curated. <laughs> just, just to start people off. <laughs> cool. Uh, the next area of um, kind of partner play is, I'd say, bondage. Um, it's Mm-hmm. It's become really, I'd say, much more popular in a mainstream culture with, um, I think, you know, media like Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's 
it's definitely become more normalized and right. a lot of people probably incorporate aspects of, of BDSM into their their sex lives without, you know, explicitly calling it that or totally, realizing yeah. that that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but I think that's, there's so many different realms of that and I won't even begin to say that I know <laughs> everything about BDSM or, or bondage, but I'd say that there's a couple different categories um, for for bondage toys that we offer. Um, I'd say the first ones are more of the sensory deprivation type things, and that sounds mm-hmm. really scary, but basic things like incorporating <laughs> a blindfold into yeah. um, your routine. It definitely changes the sensations. Right. Um, just depriving you of basic senses that you never realize. I love that. Add so much into, or yeah, or such a big, player in, in sex yeah um that's something really easy for people to get into but uh you know keeps things exciting uh, <laughs> brings definitely new sensations Absolutely. Um, other things like handcuffs another form of sensory yes. deprivation with you know eliminating the feel uh, eliminating touch mm-hmm. um, that is another really uh really popular item there's lots of different types of handcuffs yes lots of and restraints. restraints yep so that's where even just exploring handcuffs, there's so many different types from, you know, kind of rope, um, more leather, yes. leather play ones, um, how tight, there's ones with bars, uh, anything from something a beginner would want to explore something a little bit softer, more comfortable and adjustable to um, a little bit more intense and extreme ones that maybe include a, a bar that's a little bit more fixed. Mm-hmm. Definitely, uh, there's some variety around restraint toys that that we offer. Right. Yeah. And there's, as you said, like there's so many, so many different levels. And and again, if this is something that you wanted to get into, like even just incorporating something like a blindfold or or like a choker or or any of those uh, types of restraints that you mentioned, like those are really really easy ways for you to incorporate that into um, your sex life, but also like into your type of sex work too. Um, Absolutely. Right? Like, and even, um, sorry, I was, I don't mean to backtrack, but like going back into um, some of the solo play toys that you were mentioning, again, like this is huge, huge, huge for um, sex workers, especially in, in the form of, of live streaming. So, so camming, you, these are usually often like lots of different types of shows there. Um, even the, to assist with the creation of, of content, your own solo work. Like I do a lot of my own, like all the content creation that I do is all solo work and you can really incorporate toys in there. Then I'm speaking from experience, but this is like, um, it could be like a really, really big uh, seller. <laughs> People really like to see that that, that type of intimacy. Oh, absolutely. Right? Um, <laughs> that's, that's actually a great idea. And, yeah. and you're right with, um, I'm, I'm sure for content uh, creation in the sex world, you got to keep it fresh and new and always kind of incorporate <laughs> different toys. So yeah, this totally. is a huge market um, in trying to cater to different preferences for different viewers. Absolutely. Um, yeah, there's, I, I can't even imagine how many different toys uh, <laughs> a sex worker would need to uh, have in their own arsenal to yeah, for sure. It's great for viewers. That's really interesting. That, that's a learning for me too. Yeah, because I, I just and how they can use it. Yeah, like I like I tried camming like for a couple of weeks last year during the the height of the pandemic, and I just I forgot to cash in my check, so I finally got my check from like last year, and then I was like, oh, this is like a really great way to like um like to incorporate into the episode too, because I mean, if if 
because like everyone's um, style is different. Not everyone's going to be u- utilizing toys for, but for those that do, it's like the market is is huge. And like as I said earlier, the opportunities are pretty much like endless. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, I, and for that, I imagine a really big part different outfits. Like I know with mm-hmm. OnlyFans, um, it's all about having different. Um, yeah, different outfits, and, and they're all sexy in, in some way, and every diff, every creator, I'm sure, has their own spin and style on Absolutely. the types of lingerie they incorporate. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm a big lingerie addict, um, so that's something I like like to showcase and highlight. I have different types of looks and stuff, um, so it's really, really cool, and I do have different types of toys that, um, again, to go with the look, because I have a... a, a it's a big way that I brand myself too, so that's really cool. But um, and that's just like with solo work. But there, there's even like as you mentioned, uh, toys that you can use with your partners too, which is also uh, great for any kind of content that you're create that you're creating. I'm getting like personally from my own experience, I'm getting a lot more requests for, oh, can you um, can you do a video with you and your partner um, doing this or um, do you offer a video that can showcase this? So. Again, incorporating toys can be one like a great way to um, to sell <laughs> and to make oh, more money. <laughs> oh, wow, that's a market that I, I definitely have to tap into, and I'm learning more about from you. Yeah, <laughs> just wanted to like throw that in there. So, um. oh, thank you. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. When I think about partner play, like there's that's that's where there's really no limits to mm-hmm. what you can do with your partner, and that's that's the coolest part to me about being able to try so many things with so many things whoever it is yes whoever it is there <laughs> i uh, i heard i remember you mentioned exploring or you had used harnesses with um one of your partners mm-hmm. that's actually one of our best-selling toys um oh. in our kind of together section um no harnesses, way. strap-ons um, yes. those types of things which for me i mean I, i've i've personally never used those but mm-hmm. i didn't realize just how big um pegging that yeah. community is um using yes. strap-ons with different partners so that's just an interesting fact about um, some of our products. That's so cool. Oh Another bestseller is uh, our kind of all-in-one bondage kits. I think those are like just a really great way for, for somebody who's new to BDSM oh. to, to try it all, see what they enjoy. They come with often like a blindfold, like a cuff restraint or right. um, something you can tie onto the bed, maybe like a light flogger or a crop or something like that. So a little bit of everything to dabble mm-hmm. um, those have been really popular as well we have a few different kind of all-in-one beginner bondage kits so that's so cool i'm gonna have to look into that that's so fun i love that because i love it i just love um the way that you've kind of branded pleasure word too it's just so accessible oh thank you i'm, yes. I'm so glad you recognize that and <laughs> like i said maybe it uh it's catered towards somebody like me who is definitely a little bit newer um in you know my sex toy exploration mm-hmm. journey but uh, we're always uh um taking requests if there's special products people um, are looking for we, we always try and bring those in um and even when i talk about it with friends people i've met or um people uh, interacting with us on our instagram it's just always interesting hearing about uh you know what people are into and we're always looking to yes. expand and cater towards those needs so it's definitely not a kind of one and done um, <laughs> inventory Constantly a work in progress, right? <laughs> totally, totally. Um, I, I think the last thing... Oh, I'm oh, sorry. sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. 
I was also going to say the last category of our together toys that's also been really popular are um, our lubes and massage oils. Oh, good. I was and just going to bring that I, up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was, uh, I was making it was probably a very long way of getting to this. That's no, been really, uh, really popular and from what, even from my personal experience, a really easy way to you know increase intimacy, try something new, yeah. and sex routines, and it's, it's really simple. Um so yeah, our, um, we have edible massage oils mm. uh, that are flavored. So those have been really popular. Fun. There's a whole bunch of different kinds of, of lubes um, for for different use with different toys. Um, right. There's anal specific lubes. Yes. Those are a whole world that I, I didn't even realize there were that many kinds of, of lube out there. But <laughs> there sure uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really easy way to. Uh, you know, incorporate those are considered sex toys into into mm-hmm. your uh, life, either role play or with a partner as well. So that's my last last plug. Yeah, like, I, yeah, as you said, like there's different loops for different types of <laughs> orifices. So it's it's really oh. great that you offer that. And I personally love massage oils. Like, well, one, I love massages, but like two can. It's such a great um, tool for foreplay, which I find. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's just, well, one, everyone, I mean, I don't know anyone who doesn't like getting a massage, but of course, I'm not just talking about your your typical um, back massage. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of different parts of the body you can massage with, with oils and it makes it so much more accessible and also just slippery and slidey and just like. Ah, just it just feels so good. I love. I oh, love it totally that. does. You're right. <laughs> change of things. Just something little like that. <laughs> um, well, like another thing that I also love about Pleasure Bird too is that actually it's really, really affordable. Really affordable. Yes, that is. I'm. I'm glad you picked up on that. And, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely. It wasn't our original intent to only sell um, affordable products, but mm-hmm. as as we were curating our selection, uh, we, we wanted it to be really accessible. And I think accessibility was kind of our, our, our overlying vision behind everything. So, of course, finding affordable products that are, you know, of high quality from trusted uh, brands, I think, was, was really important to us. Mm-hmm. Um, having a variety, I think, of, of things that are, you know, of course, a little bit pricier from fancier brands, but also... Um, just having you know really high quality products that, that get the job done right. <laughs> uh, at an affordable price, I think just oh, oh, it increases the accessibility and yeah. uh, you know less intimidating for people who maybe don't want to spend one hundred and fifty dollars on yeah. this vibrator. There's different options, and they can slowly build their way up. But it's like I said, we're trying to make it easy for everybody to incorporate some sort of uh, pleasure product into their sex lives. So. Absolutely. Thank you for recognizing that. Yeah, yeah, because I was, like, looking through, and I was like, oh, my God, I want to go shopping now. Like, <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to, like, go through the website a bit more, too, and to see, like, oh, what else can I incorporate into my own sex life? We so, would love that. Yeah, yeah. So this has been so, so great. Oh, my gosh, Shelly, this is awesome. I'm so proud of, of you and, and for, for such a brand new business. Like and for in such a crazy market, <laughs> it's it's really exciting. Can, like, congratulations to you! Seriously. Thank you so much. It's definitely been a learning process. Um, but one thing we know is there's there's definitely demand for this, and uh, what better time 
than in COVID when, you know, unfortunately <laughs> people are spending lots of time indoors, but yes. um, if we're able to make that experience a little bit more pleasurable, no pun intended, yes. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll definitely try our best. And it's honestly, I, I really enjoyed the experience um, getting exposed more into the uh, the world of sex education, yes. wellness, um, even for myself, it's, it's been so educational. And I think that's, that's really the experience we want to promote for, for everybody mm-hmm. that, uh, it's easy and we're here to support you no matter where in the sexual exploration process you are. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, that really spoke to me a lot um, when I was like going through your, your website and researching and stuff too. like all of those points just spoke to me immediately. So I think you're definitely doing something right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, there are a few questions that came in as well. So I feel like it's time for questions. <laughs> sure. I'd be happy to answer any of those. For sure. Um. First one is, um, what toy has come out recently that has taken the market by storm, to your knowledge? Um, I would say, I don't know if it's one specific product, but Mm. uh, the category I was mentioning earlier about remote-controlled toys. So I'd say those ones where you can control it via a smartphone um, or it could be controlled via distance. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything that's kind of smartphone-enabled sex tech type toys have been really, really popular. And yeah. I know there's a few different brands, the WeVibe, Lilo, yes. uh, there's there are quite a few high-end ones um, that all have slightly different, um, you know, functions, whether they focus on clitoral stimulation, mm-hmm. insertion, or a combination of two. Um, those ones have been, from what I've seen, the rage everywhere. Yeah, um, I love that. And the that. cool thing is that a lot of them are, you know, meant to be used as solo solo play toys but mm-hmm. also have a feature where it, it can be used during uh like penis and vagina sex as well it stimulates both the male and the female so right. i think that's actually really cool these kind of dual purposed toys yeah two birds one stone <laughs> totally and that's and so another cool. thing i've seen that's been really popular are really fancy um male masturbators kind of like automated uh automated strokers oh cool so i mean typically for for male toys a lot of them are kind of manual right don't require manual stimulation but a lot of the new ones are um like electronically automated so i think that's really cool that they're increasing um the selection and the technology for for male toys as well that's so awesome to hear. Like, I, I love, I love technology <laughs> and how it can be used in such great ways, such as like the ones that you have mentioned here. Um, I will I will say um, in regards to like the smart technology type, um, like vibrators um, for solo play, but also, yeah, as you said, dual play as well. Those are also really, really popular in the world of camming as well. Like when I used to be in my free cams too, I was also like watching and researching other cam girls too and they would have so what like people can do they can set up their vibrator or whatever sex toy that they have that is smart enabled and connect that with like their um their audience and then every time like a client would tip it would send a vibration oh over. that's so cool yeah. oh gosh, i never would have even thought of that yeah 
that's such a smart way to, to promote, I guess, like audience engagement. And yeah, so you know, cool, right? The whole experience that is really cool. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's like so so cool and like futuristic and like just awesome. <laughs> So that's really cool. Um, thanks for sharing that, by the way. Like, again. Oh, no problem. Amazing. I guess, what what are you currently digging right now? And there wasn't any, like, context in terms of, like, uh, in a specific toy or, like, brand or anything. It just was a pretty general question. So <laughs> I'll leave you to interpretate that. Uh, interpretate. Interpret that. <laughs> uh, I would say um, bondage. Yeah. Bondage is a... Uh... For me, personally, um, very interesting, diverse, huge, huge area of, of play. And yes. uh, it's it's personally very fun for me. And I think I love the versatility of it, how it can be whatever you want it to be with different partners. And I think the aspect of, um, you know, exploring bondage play with a partner just really increases trust and intimacy and overall communication it's, it's mm-hmm. all about communication yes um, which you know enhances the experience both within the bedroom and outside of the bedroom depending on what your relationship is with your sexual partner so i think that it just opens up a lot of um really positive things and really mm-hmm. fun for me um fun anal play is also really cool too i think that's, that's yeah. something that i've started exploring a little bit more and learning all the toys about it the different types of pleasure that may not come to mind for a lot of people to start off those are the two things right from a personal lens <laughs> yes yes of course <laughs> yeah and i think there's like um like we said this earlier in the show too i mean with with bondage with the show bondage and like with general uh like more media attention coming to uh kink and bdsm um I think bondage is is so popular now and also just a lot of curiosity has been drawn towards those types of toys, those types of restraints, those types of equipment and I have done a lot of episodes like on kink as well so if if, ever, if anyone else is curious there's a great episode with Oh my God, uh, Lynx Chase, who is talking about responsible kink, because that's also a really, really important topic to note. Um, as he said, Shelly, it's all about communication and communicating those boundaries before we dive into any type of kink or bondage, right? So, so go back and listen to those in case you're interested. But again, like kink and BDSM in general is just like a huge topic and I'll probably need to do an episode just on the type of equipment that's used in those type of sessions because again it's that that will be an episode on its own (laughs) I'm really looking forward to that Um, and yeah I'd love to about it (laughs) I guess the next question is Hi, I'm pretty kinky and my partner is vanilla. Any advice you could share for introducing toys into our sex life? Oh, I love this question. And mm-hmm. we actually have a blog post about it on oh, our uh, blog, on our site. We have a kind of real talk um, blog post where we explore kind of basic questions from, I think one of our topics was new to sex toys, how to introduce them into your relationship. So yes. definitely a very, very popular question. Um, for, you know, people who are either both new to using sex toys or if one maybe is a little bit more kink positive and um, their partner is not quite on the same page. So I'll, I'll try and summarize what, um, <laughs> what the blog post said. Sure. But 
I'd say having an open dialogue about sex is probably the best place to start. Yes. It's very difficult to introduce sex toys if you don't talk about sex at all, even mm-hmm. normal sex. You know, like, how did this feel? Did you like it when I did this? Right. So I think starting to normalize little things like, oh, that felt really good. Um, and, and just being able to talk about it more um, sets the foundation for eventually introducing them because mm-hmm. I'd say it's, it's quite extreme to go from not really talking about it after you like hey here is a blank that I want to use on you (laughs) quite um, quite intense yeah yeah so I'd say that's that's probably the the hardest part for people to to embrace if they're able to talk about it they're probably 90% there already right yeah good advice um the next thing is um doing research together um Mm -hmm. I think being able to sit down in front of a computer, um, you know, not just having one person talk about what they want to do and say, I want to use a vibrator, I want to use a, um, a fogger or a crop or something. I think doing the research together um, and being informed on what types of toys are there, discussing boundaries, I think that's where um, we can take the conversation down another level, you know, keeping it factual, fact-based, informative what's mm-hmm. out there and then starting the discussion that way um, it might be as simple as you know, going through a, a sex toy site and you know exploring the types of products and seeing what they're comfortable and not comfortable with and right. that will help introduce what they might be willing to start off with so I think doing the shopping and research together uh, is, is it's, it's a collaborative process and I think it shouldn't done to another person but should be something that's fun and agreeable for both partners yeah absolutely those are such great tips i love that and it's thank you yeah like it's it really is um simple and 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 basic as as you mentioned too it's uh it boils down to communicating and incorporating them yeah like you want them to feel like safe and and um not like you're trying to force them or trying to impose at all it it is a two-way street in that kind of case so totally but it's it's hard i have to admit that um like for a lot of people it is still a very uncomfortable um discussion no matter how close or intimate you might be with your partner like depending on your upbringing Mm -hmm. it's it's not an easy topic to to broach so no, good but... luck on uh, on your journey of you know, taking the first step and recognizing that this is something you want to introduce to your relationship. Yeah. That's a, a really good start. <laughs> I guess this one's kind of similar too, but I guess more specific. But how do I convince my boyfriend to allow me to peg him? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, like oh. I think that's, that is a very specific. I, very I don't know whether I'm a but uh, I'd, I'd bring it back to my previous topic on one doing the research together, yes. um, having the open dialogue about maybe why this might be something she wants to explore, talking about what his tolerances are for right. anal play or shifting of power dynamics, whether they've done anything that could lead up to setting that stage. Um, right. I think there's a lot of other things that they could incorporate prior to you know going straight to pegging so uh, <laughs> right. depending on uh on their dynamic i think establishing um the reason for why 
mm-hmm. why they want to try it and also how it would feel, you know, if there's things that they can, if they can do to ease up to that feeling, yeah. um, would definitely help. Yes. But uh, <laughs> of course it depends on, on the tolerance. Like I, I know with my partner, if I brought that up, it would be met with some questionable, um, <laughs> A questionable reaction right off the bat so yes definitely requires some easing into and really keeping the dialogue open about what sensations that would bring about and right and yeah how uh, how it would be enjoyable for both partners exactly yeah and like yes as you said uh keywords easing in N- not just um yeah, I mean literally and figuratively <laughs> <laughs> Because, yeah, that, like, you'll have to really um, work up to that. And that takes a lot of trust. That takes, like, a, a lot of, I, I want to say grooming, but it, it kind of does require a bit of grooming because you're not going to go from, like, 0 to 100. So Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I guess the last question is from me, but... Um, are you going to be, or like, is Pleasure Bird, uh, do they have plans to expand at any point, like outside of Vancouver or future plans? We do. Um, so I'm actually based out of uh, Calgary most of the time. So we've definitely uh, talked about expanding our offerings to Calgary and perhaps yes. other areas across Canada. Uh, we just started with Vancouver. Um to get you know get uh, established and mm-hmm. test out the market of our same day delivery service so it's definitely cool. <laughs> proven to be quite desirable yeah um so yes we are looking at expanding we don't have an exact uh time frame for that yet but um if you follow us on our social media we'll definitely be sure to keep our followers informed yeah super exciting i mean and i guess like with that like where can we find you um, we uh, are located on the web. You can visit <laughs> our website at www.pleasurebird.ca. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at pleasurebirdyvr. Those are our platforms where we are most active. Um, I think we're on all the social, <laughs> book, um, Pinterest, Twitter, all, all the other ones, but, um, for the most up-to-date uh, information, Instagram is is probably the best social media. Yes. I will also put a blo- uh, plug that um, we are starting to produce more content on our blog about uh, sexual wellness, sexual health, mm-hmm. um, answering kind of popular questions um, like the ones you, you mentioned in Q&A about you know, how to introduce sex toys, how to use certain sex toys, right. getting into um, anal play, bondage, kind of our review of some sex toys so um definitely we would appreciate a follow on our social media and uh check out our website for for more information these uh sex positive topics yeah absolutely and i'll be sure to plug those links in the show notes below and yeah like i um I commend you for the whole real talk section of your website because that's actually how I I remember now like that's actually how I um, found you there was I was already following your account and I think it was like the guide to BDSM toys or something like that um, came up on my feed and I was like oh this is really interesting and then just like I got inspired and I was like oh yeah I need to do this topic and then I was like I I reached out to you and you're like yeah let's go let's let's record so (laughs) and now you're here that's awesome I'm I'm glad you you found it and interesting so yes. that's really cool that it's it's helpful to at least one person 
Well, Shelly, this has been such a great um, past hour of chatting and just learning so much about the world of sex toys. And thank you so much for making it again um, so accessible and and just digestible too. Because as we said um, before, it is uh, can be a little bit overwhelming. Also, again, there aren't a lot of people talking about this, but it's, it has become more mainstream now. There's a lot more people you know like ruffling feathers on this topic so thank you so much for coming on to the show um this morning (laughs) i really appreciate it thank you once again for having me it's been so fun i love talking about it and it's really to have an audience be able to dive a little bit deeper into you know why we exist why we do the things we Mm do um with somebody of a a like-minded mindset so it's this has been so fun for me as well so thank you awesome and don't forget again like be sure to follow um pleasure bird ybr on instagram all of their socials all those links will be in the show notes and also it's new episodes every single sunday and don't forget to like rate share review rate and subscribe and it is stripped by sia on instagram as well as my personal which is sia steph you also find me on twitter i'm getting more active there again and it's stripped by sia on twitter now too so thank you so much shelly for coming on the show today it's a pleasure Thanks. It was my pleasure as well. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Strip by Sia. Hosted, produced, and edited by Steph Sia. Artwork by Maria Bellindorama. Music by Ted D. And photography by Ian Dabern. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha